What's up, world? I go by the name of Jabari. This is Monday, so you know what it is. Another Words with Friends podcast. And if you did not know, you can support the Words with Friends podcast on Patreon. You can support it with as little as a dollar per podcast. Four podcasts a month every Monday, which means that's only four bucks. Four bucks a month to support interesting, thought-provoking conversation with some really creative people, some really dope folks. And what that does, it allows me to keep the podcast running, to keep it going, and to keep providing it to you guys, man. I really like the feedback that I've been getting, and I just like doing this stuff. So if you like it as much as I like doing it, send a dollar, dollar per podcast. You don't even have to give a dollar. You can give as little as you want or as much as you want. And uh, and yeah, patreon.com slash Jabari. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jabari and you can check out more there and give the podcast a tip without further ado after all of that that was a mouthful sorry but uh my man Ben Hendman what's good man hey Jabari what's going on oh man I am sitting here in the splash that headquarters and uh I'm gonna try to give you this grand introduction man so for those that know uh I throw a party called Colors and a lot of you know that I've th- been throwing a huge party called Surprise Party. And um, when you buy a ticket, when you RSVP to any of my parties, you're going to a website called Splash That. And your, the ticketing process and the, the email process and everything is just very beautiful, seamless. And it's just an incredible user experience, I think. And it's all thanks to this man and his team. Uh, I've been using Splash for th- literally three years now. Wow. And um, yep. Ben says uh, he thinks I was the first person you were. to get on it. I'm not sure if I'll, I was. I'll never forget <laughs> it. We saw this huge black and white image, and we were, all, we were blown away by the design of it. Yeah. And it changed our product, man. We, man. Uh, we, we've grown. We've grown massively. We'll be doing 50,000 events for Budweiser, for Anheuser-Busch. And yes, it all started with a Jabari. Presents. Wow! Yeah, true That's, story. True that story. is crazy, man. I'm, is. I'm so happy to, to hear that. Man. Yeah, wow. I got a story. I got a little little bragging rights for Splash. Now. Absolutely, um, tastemaker, man. Early adopter, <laughs> early to say the adopter. least. Um, yes. Man, so you are the CEO and founder of the company. I am. Um, let people know what exactly Splash is. Sure, sure, sure. So, so it's called Splash. It's splashthat.com. Like Splash, not this, but that. Um, Splash is a event management tool. Very simply put, before your event, we try everything we can do to make your event look awesome. Mm-hmm. Collect RCPs, learn about your attendees, track uh, all your marketing activities around your event. Um, and after the event, it, it lives on forever. You can, after you check people in using our product, after the event, you grab photos. During the event, you're grabbing photos, you're taking photos, and you're creating these beautiful photo galleries. Um, our feelings are that events are the most powerful way to connect with people, mm-hmm. um, and really, the it, it's it's amazing for for years and years and years. Really, since the dawn of time, the most beautiful artwork has uh, promoted the greatest events. If you think of world fairs or wood, you know Woodstock, yeah. you know the greatest events have the most beautiful artwork. Kind of until the year 2000, when it was really hard to create beauty to promote your events. And so our goal has been to. Give people tools to make really beautiful websites. Right, so that's how we think about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I literally just, the, you know, when I was, re, I, was I remember when, I, when we first started throwing a surprise party, I was like, well, what do we use for the tickets? And like, how do we get people to, to come? And I was seeing, I mean, there's stuff that's come and gone, man. Like, it's not even around anymore. Yeah, right? it's amazing. <laughs> but uh, I mean, there was like, Ticketfly was one, and there sure. was... 
There was a few others that I was looking at, but there was just nothing that was... I'm all about aesthetic, and I'm all about making things that look clean and that are just like simplicity and 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 good, clean, and easy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's that's beauty. It's yeah, important. Beauty. Yeah, you know. I mean, because in events, every step, these events uh, in our minds. I mean, these moments are so impactful. These memories mm-hmm. are so big in our minds, and often, yeah, it is tough to create that beauty and that effect online. Yeah, and yeah. so that's at least what we work. We spend a lot of time on is giving people these types of tools. Yeah, it's working, man. It's growing. And so, what I mean? What made you want to start the company? Because yeah, you yeah. were you were working at uh, Thrillist. I was. Uh, so I was the director of events at a company called Thrillist. Uh, uh, for those who don't know, Thrillist is an email newsletter targeted at guys, uh, kind of guys 25 to 35. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was running all of their events, and I ran into the same problem that you ran into, which was every single time I had this idea for an event, it was just so hard to make it look as cool as I thought the event should look and yeah, felt. Yeah. And uh, we started building this as a way to address that, to make it easier for people to do this. Wow. And it's taken a lot of turns, man. It's uh, you know, actually kind of cool. Thrillist is one of our clients now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Our full circle. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we love that. And yeah, uh, yeah you know, we, we've, what we've done is we've taken um, brands that have the same feeling, including your own, mm-hmm. but uh, brands like Red Bull and Hennessy and Spotify and uh, you know, Facebook. We run all of Facebook's events. Um, brands that care about brand, we, we really try to work closely with them and try to make, uh, give them those types of tools. And that really, um, it's amazing because the people who are using our product now are me from uh, uh, my old life, uh, event yeah, planners. Yeah. And I'm still planning events. Yeah. So, okay, what, 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 were, what were you, like, what is your, how did you start to get into events? Were you throwing parties? Oh, were you doing, you know? uh, So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I was in a fraternity in college mm-hmm. and, you know, I threw my high school prom. So, I've thrown events in my life, but... Um, my first big event I threw was called the Summit Series, and uh, I would recommend anyone check this out. It's incredible what these guys have done now. If you go to the stuff Summit, in Eden, and the stuff in Eden. Yeah, yeah, my friend Kenji works there now. Oh, I know Kenji. You yes, know, yeah, of okay, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Summit.co to yeah. check that out. They just bought a mountain, as you said. Yes, yeah, Powder Mountain. Powder Mountain. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, so I threw the first one of those uh, with a, with a guy who started um, named Elliot, and it was incredible. It's uh, it was. It was uh, in Mexico, and we just, I, I had no idea what we were doing, but we got it done. And we got a bunch of people, as all of our first events happen, right? You yeah, just kind of yeah, get yeah. it done. Yeah. And it was at that first event, a guy named uh, Ben Lear, who started Thrillist, he was on that first one. Uh, and he's like, what do you do for a living? I, I used to own this walking tour company in D.C. Okay. He said, sell it, come work for me. And so I moved up to New York and started throwing these branded events. Wow. And that's, that's what got us here, man. Wow. I just, <laughs> enough of those. You, you, <laughs> you start to get gray hair. And, uh, uh, yeah, man. Wow. So, and so, you know, what, what was it like, man? I mean, mm. coming into the event ticketing space. I mean, for the, I, I'm yeah. so passionate about this, man, because I throw <laughs> this party and I just like, I want the experience to be right from when people step in the party. But not mm-hmm. only to when they get to the party, it has to be right, but when when they hit the page when they when sure. they when they initially like go to a colors party ticket link or an RSVP link they see it and they're like okay this is something that I want to be a part right. of Boom. the event begins right there yeah and so what, is, is that what you were thinking about when you made the company that's a great question I mean to be sure like that's where it's where it's gone mm-hmm. and we're, we are really happy about the way that people are using it man because I didn't realize what a saturated industry this really is. If we're talking about like yes. the ticketing space, yes. everyone and their mother has tried this type of business. Yeah. Whether it's been event discovery or ticket powering or email invitations. Um, 
I, I almost, I just didn't realize. I think in a lot of ways, I think that's what's been helped us uh, become so successful in this mm-hmm. space is that we're coming at it from a little bit of a different angle. The way that we've been thinking about it, and I, I wonder if this has been useful in our success, um, we conceptually call it the branded event, um, where a lot of people, uh, and this actually is true to you, uh, their events are businesses unto themselves. That's a ticketed event. When the event yeah. is a business, and mm-hmm. that's kind of all that it is. It stops after the event. You spend 10% of your marketing budget to market that event, and that's it. Yeah. But I think you would argue that the success of your series, you know, the Colors Party or the Surprise Party, don't get me wrong, the tickets are revenue, and that's mm-hmm. a big deal, but your brand is much bigger than that. Yeah, people trust that. Yeah, yeah. And, and your events are really just an expression of marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So really, um, that's at least how we've been thinking about it. Our users are marketers that use events and believe that events are the most powerful way to connect with their attendees. And while their challenges are very similar to uh, ticket sellers, strictly ticket sellers, mm-hmm. um, their goals are often a lot different. Um, marketers' goals, as we've been seeing, have a lot more to do with uh, human beings, yeah. with ROI, with impact, with reach, yeah. right? Uh, longevity, with brand growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've come at it from that angle, and it does seem like this, this is a moment in time where that's become important to people. Yeah. As people are becoming brands unto themselves, right? As people, I am a brand now, mm-hmm. and everybody's a brand. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, while this has been a saturated space, I think a lot of times people came at it from the transaction and didn't come at it from the point. Yeah, right? yeah, gotcha. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so, I mean, how, how do you, you know, peop, what people don't really understand, I think, and, and I wasn't even thinking like this before I started throwing a party and, mm. and before I had my own event, but what is like, like you said, how much you actually interact with some sort of ticketing or event mm-hmm. operation. You know what I mean? It's like, you're getting a Facebook invite from somebody. You're getting a Eventbrite, you know, sure. uh, email from something, or you're, get you an know, email. You get a tweet. A yeah, some link, type of calendar. A web event. presence. Yeah, you have a calendar attachment. It's always there's something. A million little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 people just like that. It's kind of like that was that was a space that people weren't thinking about in terms of, um, in terms of ease. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like. When you when you started Splash, was what what was competition to you? You know it's what I mean. And, and what was? Well, it's an interesting point you bring up, man. Which is ease. Mm-hmm. While I don't disagree that ease on the event planner is very important, mm-hmm. what we have found is that, like I'll say it faster than anybody, mm-hmm. there are some players in the market, Eventbrite being one of them, that convenience is their game. Mm-hmm. Right, you can, or even Google Calendar. I mean, they make it yeah, super yeah, yeah. easy. But what I think we're keying into, and I think this is an important insight: events um, it, on the spectrum of priorities of an attendee. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; nobody likes things that are hard to do, mm-hmm. right? But when you want to go to an event, you kind of don't care how hard it is. You care about the event. Yeah. yeah so yeah. our focus has been about more at, on the list of goals. Creating aspirational activity as opposed to creating convenience. Gotcha. Now, don't get me wrong, man. Event planners need ease of use. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs ease of use. Yeah, and, yeah. like, we better nail that. Yeah. But that's not the point, right? Creating that aspirational effect. Like, man, if I could go to this event. I mean, people wait in line for hours to go into events. Mm-hmm. That's not easy, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 but yeah. they do it. But still do it. Yeah, the yeah, power yeah. of aspiration is what we're keying into. Mm. And at least that's what we've had to... In this very saturated market, 
that's been our battle axe. Yeah. That we can make your event look awesome enough that it kind of doesn't matter mm. how hard it is to deal with. Yeah. But again, don't get me wrong. We try to make this as easy as possible. And <laughs> yeah. for anybody who actually uses our product, yeah. um, it's Ben at SplashThat.com. <laughs> if you have any problems with the product, you let me know. Yeah. And um, we'll get right back. I'll get right back to you and we'll fix it. Yeah. But um, I guess my point is, Look, when you have to, as a small business, and anybody who's listening who has a small business knows this better than anybody, you got to choose your battles. Yeah. Right? When you're going up against giants, you got to choose your battles as far as what you're going to focus on. Mm -hmm. Our thoughts have been the concept of aspiration. Focus on that as opposed to ease of use. Yeah. But it's been interesting. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, one thing that, uh, that, that we all sort of have experienced is... The giants, right? When you go to a concert, yeah, man. You're, you're using Ticketmaster. Oh, yeah. Or you're using, uh, what's some other ones? Um, I mean, Ticketfly is huge. Ticketfly. Uh, there's, there's a big company called Cvent, which is more a conference registration. But okay. to be sure, in the space, they're a giant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of them, man. You know, event so, rate's not small. It's yeah. got valued at a billion dollars. Really? They raised, uh, what was it, 60 million on a billion. That's insane. It's oh, a lot of gosh. money. It's a lot. It's hard. And so, you know, you guys, you know, I mean, you guys are doing some great things over the past. Thanks, How old man. are you now? Uh, so it's been two years, really. Well, three years since three, you yeah, started, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's been two years since uh, we've started with Revenue and started thinking about how to grow okay. the business. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, how, how do you compete? With yeah. those with those players, I'll tell you something that I think is true, but like it's you're gonna be like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I'm cool. Yeah, like I think I'm really cool, <laughs> yeah. and I think you're fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think that to a certain degree, when you know that you know, so I'm a Jew. Mm-hmm. We have this thing. Uh, it's a word called sechel. Mm-hmm. It's somebody who knows that they know. Okay, you know, sechel. you just kind of like know that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. You're right. This is hard. I've been having to follow this compass and my whole team, I've got a bunch of sales, yeah. right? Guys who just follow their inner compass. Yeah. I do believe that there's a space for that. And mm-hmm. I think that um, a lot of times when businesses get that big, it's hard to have people who are kind of leaders and thought are willing to take chances oh, yeah, based sure, off of their sure. gut, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you, get to, when you get to that point, man, it's just all about the way we do things and red tape. And it's like, it's, yeah, if man. something comes in that's creative and it's like, oh, we should change this up, well, it's like Why? one person can't no. approve it. So, but, <laughs> yeah. Right, but you in know? these small days, it's been useful to us. Yeah. We've been able to grow pretty fast. And, you know, man, it's been tough. Don't get me wrong. A lot of late nights. Yeah. Um, hustling hard has been helpful against yeah. these big... Beasts, but, I mean, uh, so you know, let's talk about that, man. Just talk, yeah. I mean, Ben, how old are you? You're, so I'm thirty now. Just okay. turned thirty. Just turned thirty, man. I mean, you have been given this the past three years of your life, man. What, what type of life sacrifices? Oh have man, you that's my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been tough, man. Um, yeah. A lot of late nights. You know, like you kind of start to wonder, like if you could do anything else in a way. It's scary, man. Like mm-hmm. any entrepreneur knows, this is super scary, and like. You know, God, I don't know how do I even answer that. It's all it's all the time. Your brain has to be constantly around it, and like failure is almost a non like we can't fail. We're not allowed to. Yeah. This is so like this is we're all in. Our entire being is this. Yeah, there's no plan B. No, and like you know, honestly, like I've had to in my life come up with a plan B because. I was operating for a while from a place of fear mm-hmm. because I couldn't imagine a plan B. This was it to me. Mm-hmm. So you almost have to env- envision that, don't worry, like there's, there will be other stuff if this doesn't work. Because otherwise you can't operate correctly. <laughs> yeah. Operating from fear will never work, yeah, you know? Yeah. But man, um, it's been a scary, scary journey. I mean, I'm, I'm really happy to say that the timing of things has worked out well. We've been able to get press 
when we needed it. We've been able to pick up momentum when we needed it, money when we needed it. Mm -hmm. And that's allowed us to raise, you know, a significant amount of investment, a significant amount of users, the types of brands, the type of revenue have come in when we needed it. But man, oh man, it's been close. Yeah. We've been just charging at a brick wall, hoping we've going fast enough to break through it. Yeah, yeah. And that's business, I guess. But <laughs> holy you know, holy man. How, how important, man, I mean, you know, I interact with a lot of people on your team and mm -hmm. everybody is super efficient and yeah. very they're in right yeah they're, yeah they you can tell in. i mean like sometimes it'll be late night and i'm like oh, oh guys yeah. i have this party going on and something's not working they're on the site and in, like, yeah so it's like how how number one man how do you find those people because sure. for me it's like i i do a lot of stuff sort of solo but i do have a lot of people sort of on the on the behind the scenes that people don't know um that have such big, huge parts to do with like my success. I mean, my best friend yeah. Victoria, she's like on the background of a lot of the things that I do. I have my friends that run that music festival I was talking to you about, Electro. Sure. There's so much stuff that we talk about in terms of like aesthetic and art and all that stuff. So it's like a lot of my friends, while they're not my employees or anything like that, but my team, I feel that I have is very instrumental in the success of me mm -hmm. you know you with employees man how, how do you go about picking those employees yeah. and finding the that's right a, team that's a great question well I would, so i say a couple of things i mean your point is right you want to go fast go by yourself you mm -hmm. want to go far you got to go with others yeah you cannot do this alone yeah what i found i found twofold don't be stingy when it comes to equity my whole team owns this business. Yeah, wow. That's a big deal. And it's it, we've given we've been we've given a lot of this business to the people that work for us, work with us. Um, and like I, I often see entrepreneurs who kind of think that you need to protect that. Mm -hmm. Success in a lot of ways is binary. It's yes or no, it's on or off. Mm -hmm. It's just you gotta get there, right? Yeah, so yeah. you need the team to get there. So that's that that point. Um, interestingly, this is an incredible experience. Um we have not recruited one of these guys. They found us. Really? Everybody on our team has found us. And I do think there's something to that. When recruiting a team, if you find that if you if somebody's come to you, mm -hmm. that should in itself carry twice as much weight than if you went to find them. There's something about that initiative and that kind of buy-in that lasts forever, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. But look, man, you know, I, I will also say that like I try and like Man, I do think, I believe, and I you know, humbly would say, it has to come from the top down. Mm -hmm. I often see people who like, you know, don't care so much, but they expect the people that work for them to care so much. At the end of the day, like, you know, if you're not caring, your people aren't going to either. And yeah. so like, they see how freaked out I am, <laughs> they're gonna be yeah. freaked out yeah, too, yeah, yeah. or how passionate I am, so that's a lot of it. But uh, your question was more about recruitment. Mm -hmm. Man, how do you find those people? Yeah. Man, isn't it something? As I said, yeah. they come to you, that's a big deal. Um, I, so my world has been designers and developers, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? So um, one thing I will say is that uh, the people who we've hired um, are, are people who can do things that I cannot. I guess that's an interesting like question. Like yeah, that's that's very you know, important though. Just man. know when that's that person, right? Mm -hmm. Find a person that does something that you're just you admire. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times those people are not underneath your nose. And a lot of times it's very easy to say, Well, who do I know? Mm -hmm. Right? And just go there. Don't go there. Find the people that you admire through other networks if you can. And when you find them, man oh man, spend the time to find them and get them. Yeah. And then give them everything you can. Give them advice. Give them, you know, teach them how to work with with you, 
and give them a piece of your dream. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, if you give, give, give to those people, you help them through, God, man, what they give back is, I mean, I'm, we're upstairs right now in our office, downstairs in our building, man, these guys are running Fortune 500 companies, events, they're, they're building our products in ways that like I could never have even imagined. And like, it's just that investment came back 20 times. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's about people for sure. Yeah. And I think you're right. Well, God, as you, well, as you said so aptly, like, we can't do this alone. No, like, it's nowhere. Nowhere close, man. Yeah, yeah. Nowhere close. It's special to have people around you like that. Yeah, man. You for know? sure, for sure. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's like, I'm, as I get a little older, man, I just start realizing these age-old sayings really ring true. It's like, you know, when you look at the 10 people that you spend the most time with. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, they change they, you. Yeah, those That's are the you. people. Yeah, yeah, it's you, you that know? That is you. It's for sure, man. Yeah, so it's, yeah, for sure. Your team, it's everything. Yeah. You know, another thing I will say, too, and this has been useful to me, and uh, to any, uh, what hopefully this can help others, um, if you can, and, like, I, I say this as I'm on, like, a cool podcast. I should, I should be bringing my guys <laughs> on. My point is going to be um, get your guys press. Mm-hmm. Get your guys notoriety. Make a big deal out of the people that work with you. Mm-hmm. As much as you make a big deal out of yourself, um, it'll give them ownership. Yeah. It'll give them vanity. And I would argue that more than money, vanity, uh, you know, pride, um, the dignity, those are the things that people work for. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been finding that to be really effective. We send marketing emails from my team. We make videos of everyone on my team. Yeah. We make them part of this immediately. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah, for sure. Cool. For sure, man. I think that's, yeah. You know, people just, if a lot of people are doing work right now, man, and they don't take pride in it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, Definitely. Like, that's a big theme on this podcast, man. It's like making, making people aware and, and not just making them aware, but reminding people that you got to find what it is that you love to do. You know what I mean? And you have to put a lot of time and energy and focus into that because that's what this life is about to me. I I really think that that's what it's about. Let's hope. As long as you don't starve, you're absolutely... Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, sure, you got to pay bills and you got to put food on the table and all that stuff. Yeah, man. But I I really do believe that, um, you know, once you find what you take pride in and once you find what you're skilled at Mm -hmm. and want to show the world... Man, shouldn't be doing anything else. No, nah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, where where do you see the company going? Now? Yeah, yeah, You know what's what's. Man, it's been crazy because I've been in the middle of uh, investor pitches and yeah. I'm trying to raise money now. So that's the only question I ha- can answer. You know, I have to answer that question all day. Yeah. Uh, where I see this going, you know, I believe that there's still a huge hole in this market. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that there's still, it's still difficult to A, look, make your events look awesome. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to connect and understand your attendees in a way that's really, like, actually real. Yeah. And I don't know, man, like, events, it's like you have the attention of the most important people ever for three hours. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, when does that ever happen? That's yeah. special. Yeah. And not only that, you're creating memories. Like, people don't want ads. People want memories, right? Mm-hmm. This is a really impactful activity that lots of people are doing and spending ton, way some too much money on. Yeah. So uh, when you ask the, that question, um, where is this going? In my dream of dreams, I, I would hope that we can add the ability for people like you, people, real people to operate effectively and to really connect with others mm-hmm. using events, using experiences. If we can become the de facto platform, the platform that allows people to find, to discover, to engage with, and to relive events, mm-hmm. man, that would be something really powerful and can be used for 
massive amounts of change in this world. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds. I no, it do, but it doesn't, man, you because, know? you know, I, I mean, that's how I think of my party, man. You know, when I, when I have this party colors, man, it's like, it's not about anything pretentious. It's not about mm. how much money you have. It's not about, you know, the typical bottle service and like, of course not, you know, right? all, all of the stuff. It's like, man, there'll be a celebrity in the party and they'll be just with everybody else partying and that's that's how it's I like real. to do it. That's it's very, Exactly. That's, we're all humans. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's you the, know? At the end of the day, that's it, man. Yeah. And so like, even, even something as simple as an event, man, even something mm-hmm. as simple as this party that I throw, it's like, I think that what it does is like you said, for three to four hours, it changes people's perception and it changes people's like, mm-hmm. it changes the status quo of what, you know, I, and, and I'm throwing parties in New York and L.A. So it's like in L.A. especially, it's kind of built on this whole vibe of like exclusion and separation. And mm-hmm. even the way a lot of the, 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 the bars and clubs are built, man, they're built sort of with like a, a U shape mm-hmm. where like the higher you get in the club, you start looking down at people in the pit yeah the pit you know what I mean <laughs> on the dance floor and it's like we're all at a party but nobody's dancing and we're all and like if you're up high you're looking down at the quote unquote dance floor where nobody's dancing and you're just looking at them and you're thinking that somehow you're better than them mm-hmm. and what I'm trying to do man is honestly smash all those walls yeah. and bring all that stuff away and say hey guys everybody is everybody let's come into this party and have a good time and do what we're supposed to do and dance and mingle and talk to each other and find out about one another. And fuck, man, we might even like end up working with one another Absolutely. or you might even end up, you know, Married. finding your spouse in there yeah. or, you know, something like Absolutely. that. But I'm so passionate about that experience, man, and having an experience where people are are comfortable and they know they're going to hear good music and they know that nobody's judging them mm-hmm. and like that's this is something I'm really it's, trying to create I mean man. it's incredible that you know like if you think of that that's your that's your paintbrush right your personal mm-hmm. like human experience paintbrush yeah how cool is that and like you, know, you think about like people use events to run for office they use events to sell beer they use yeah. events to just kind of get their music out there's so many reasons to um, but it becomes their paintbrush of how they want to affect the world or at least you know, give others experience. Mm-hmm. God, I love that, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, man. I, uh, love, to be, I love being part of it. Yeah, it's, man. It's you, so you're cool. a huge part of it, dude. Uh, it's amazing. It. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I think uh, I, there, there's a few other things I wanted to ask you, though. Uh, sure. What, what about, you know, what have you learned about... Uh, Leadership, you know, because you're wow. you're the CEO of this company, and it's like you're yeah, the, you're, you're you're the man to blame when something goes That's wrong, awful. and you're also you know the man that gets the praise when things are right. It's like, but you also have a bunch of people that you have to sort of delegate tasks to and manage and all that stuff. So like, yeah, it's you know I, I didn't realize the extent that I have to be an umbrella. Mm. Um, that's kind of your whole job. Two, you have two jobs. Don't run out of money. And protect your team. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. For a while, I thought almost that it was my job to rain on my team so that they felt the pain of our users. Mm -hmm. And they felt how, you know, they felt my pain. That's not actually it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's your job to decide what gets through this umbrella and, you know, to really, like, to be the umbrella, to be the protect, to be the shield. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that until it got there. uh, Until I realized that my... uh, that I was actually hurting my team by telling them all the bad stuff that I was dealing with. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. just something I didn't. Uh, I learned kind of the hard way. Growing pains, man. Yeah, but that's. It I was. mean, that, that, that's very honorable of you to, to you know, mention. Thanks, and, man. Uh, yeah, and no, it, that was a hard lesson. Yeah. Um, man, you know, but also I also didn't. You know, I've been so I've been seeing a CEO coach. That's been something I, I didn't realize that was uh, was could have been so useful. Mm. Um, it is an interesting position to to have to 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 realize that you're actually learning through it. Mm. Um, feel so high stakes all the time yeah it's a really scary place to be yeah and so uh it can actually as we were talking about earlier if if you as a leader start operating from fear you're not actually operating effectively and so really a lot of the game is to to learn how to actually just operate yourself as a machine right mm-hmm. and to know what inputs you need um and how that will change things because you nailed it man um as a CEO, you can actually change the entire business. It's just going to be what you want it to be. Yeah. Right? But the game gets scary when you start acting in ways that you don't even really want mm-hmm. um, because of the effect that you can have. Yeah. And so, you know, things like fear, things like stress, things like lack, you know, not taking care of your body or lack of sleep, yeah. those things can really fuck with you. Yeah. yeah. So you got to be careful of those things. Yeah. And yeah, man, um, God, that's, that's at least what I've learned so far. And yeah. all I know at this point is that it's only going to get scarier. Yeah, yeah. Being okay with it being scary is another thing I've had to learn. Yeah. It's just going to be scary. And that's kind of it. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's, that's entrepreneurship, man. It's like, yeah. it is very scary. It's just scary. But, at, you know, it's like, I feel a certain way about it, and I'm going to ask you, it's like, could you see yourself doing anything else? At this point, I don't think I would be able to. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be such a bad worker. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, God, at this point, no. But, man, sometimes I wish I could. Mm. You know? Why? Because imagine if someone could tell me the answers. It'd be so nice. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be so nice. You know, you're supposed to have these answers. I don't know. I've had to learn. I have a lot of different personality types to work with us now because we've grown. And man, to understand how to work with each of them and what what drives each of them has been interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, group dynamics. Uh, the human, you know, the human experience in groups is just like an event. Uh, man, um, one person. This is actually something that I would say to anybody who's running a business. Do not affect. It's almost as if you dropped some ink into a glass of water. Mm. If you put a new person into your business, mm-hmm. it can change everything. It'll change the whole consistency, the color. It change, it's like osmosis. One person, uh, better or for worse. Yeah. The guy we just sat down with, a guy named Clay, yeah. has changed this business. Man, he has changed everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything. The other day we hired a new designer, Zach. Zach yeah. has changed everything. Yeah. And I'll also say we've hired people that we don't need to name yeah. that have changed everything for the worse. Yeah. One person, and just don't, don't, every person you add, that's either going to add or it's going to subtract. I didn't realize the effect of that. Mm. Just like ink into a water glass. Wow. Yeah. yeah. True yeah. story, man. That's big, man. It is. Yeah. I had to learn those things the hard way, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, nothing is easy, man. Nothing no. in life that's worth it is easy. No, true story. True yeah, story. Yeah, getting, getting better at it. Wow. Cool. Well, Ben, man, thank you, dude. Cool. So no, much. Thank you so much. This yeah. is such an honor. Yeah. Oh, no, Shabari no, no. presents, it's, it's, man. It's been, it's been a while, man. We, we needed to do this, man. Yeah. This is long overdue. Yeah, indeed. And we'll do it again, man. Cool. We'll, yeah. Check we'll in see. next year. Hopefully at that point we're in a whole office building, yeah, yeah. you know, hundreds of people working for us. Absolutely. Oh, I, don't, I don't doubt it, man. <laughs> I don't doubt it. So let, let people know where they can follow yeah, Splash. Yeah. So maybe. check out SplashThat.com. So it's S-P-L-A-S-H-T-H-A-T.com. Create an event. If it doesn't go well, let me know. Okay. <laughs> we'll get people to go to your event. We'll make your event look beautiful. I'll call every designer I know and make it look amazing. Um, 
but hopefully it does, and you'll grow a big business like Jabari. Oh man, That's us, man. I've, hey, I've, I've splashed. I, I can't even. I, I wish I could give an accurate commercial or something for <laughs> what Splash has done uh, for, your events for my events. Are commercials? Man. Oh They're my amazing. goodness! It's amazing. seriously, guys, get out there if you're doing any event of any kind. Just go to splashdot.com and check out the site. And I'm telling you, you you won't want to use anything else yeah. for sure, for sure. And um, so, speaking of events, uh, we've got Colors LA coming up, guys. All right. So, Colors LA is April 4th. Uh, we've got my man DJ Spicoli and DJ Damage uh, from Revolt in LA. And you guys know where it's at. Uh, Dragonfly. And if you guys want to check out, check it out. Come through. Colors, no, I'm sorry, it's la.mycolorsparty.com. So la.mycolorsparty.com, and um, make sure you get yourself signed up to come through. And uh, again, this is Words with Friends every Monday. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, Patreon. You guys, if you enjoyed the conversation, if you enjoyed the podcast, if this is your first time listening, go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash Jabari, and um, give the podcast a tip. Uh, You can give a dollar per podcast if you like what you hear and uh, if you want to hear more. All right. So thank you guys so much. Follow that at Splash That. Right? At Splash That on everything. At Splash That. All right. And uh, you guys know me. It's at Jabari on everything. Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube.com. Give the guy a tip on Patreon. (laughs) Give him a tip. Don't be cheap. Patreon. Patreon. That's the move. All right, guys. Talk to you next Monday. Ben, thank you so much, man. Thank you. All right. Bye.